Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Two Weird Didn't Watch, the show where we mock movies based on nothing but their weird descriptions. I'm Brantley. And I'm Albert, and I have this idea, Brantley, to do a themed episode. Do you episode. have a dream? I have a dream. Um, this is a themed episode based around not a type of movie, all right? Mm-hmm. Not uh, a series. Okay. This is a themed episode based around a single director. And this director's name is Tashiki Mike... Mike? Mike? Tashiki Mike. It looks like Mike with two eyes uh, at the end. And he has... Yeah, but it's a Japanese name, so it's not pronounced that way. I, I'm i sorry, bud. I know that that's not <laughs> that correct. That sounds like a, like a food place. Okay, like but it's not. Place. It's a director. Welcome to Tashiki Mike's. He's... You, uh, Sunday, uh, California roll? Alright. He's just released his 100th movie. Rad. That he directed. Congrats. Uh, he's... Is he Japan's Roger Corman? Kind of, yes. Awesome. He, his philosophy is, say yes. If somebody wants you to do a movie, just, just do it. This is the most Japanese man I've ever heard of. (laughs) And I love it. Alright, so we're just gonna, I'm just gonna pick some out here, and we're gonna read them off, directly off IMDb. This is this is the least preparation I've ever done for an episode. I just had this idea and we're running with it. Cool. First up, we have Yakuza Apocalypse. Awesome. I don't care what this movie is. That just sounds amazing. Oh, believe me, it it continues to be amazing. That's like that's the Japanese version of Mafia Armageddon, which is not a thing, but I want it to be a thing now. That yeah, I could see that. Right. <laughs> Well, let's continue thinking about this in terms of Mafia as I read this description. I mean, it's basically what the Yakuza are. In the ruthless underground world of the Yakuza, no one is more legendary than Boss Kamayura. Rumored to be invincible, the truth is he is a vampire. A blood-sucking Yakuza vampire boss! Okay. Among Kamayura's gang is Keiji Yama, his most loyal underling. Is that with a G? Uh, yeah. Kagiyama? Yeah. Kagiyama. Sorry. However, the others in the gang view Kagiyama with disdain and ridicule him for his inability to get tattooed due to his sensitive skin. That was not where I thought this plot was going. (laughs) They take... That's part of the uniform. Okay. They take that seriously. I mean, that's it's fine like, and all. You dress nice in the Yakuza. You have a tattoo representing them, and you always look clean. Otherwise, they will murder you. But this is a movie about a vampire. Who's in the Yakuza? Okay. They don't want to piss them off. Like We'll represent them as realistic as possible. We're going to throw a vampire in there because that's fun. That way, the bad guy can be the vampire, and they won't get murdered. This is like it's the middle of the 1930s, and you're making a movie with the Mafia. Only you're actually in New York when you make it and premiere it. You gotta make them look good, but you can have a bad guy who's part of them who just has something else going on. So basically like The Godfather. Yes. Because they actually did have mafia people working on that movie. Yeah. <laughs> One day, assassins, aware of Boss Kamiyura's secret, arrive from abroad and deliver him an ultimatum. Return to the international syndicate he left years ago or die. This is this a syndicate of vampires? Well, they do Wait, know okay, his no, secret. No, hey, hang on. They know he's a vampire. He's a boss of the Yakuza. Yeah. But he was formerly part of an international syndicate and left them to be part of the Yakuza and also a vampire. 
I'm envisioning that he was originally part of like a vampire council, right? So he's Japanese. He's like on like, this is like the uh, United Nations of Vampires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but mafioso. So there's the the American. Well, I like say American. I mean, the, definitely the Italian guy is a mafioso. Like the American dude is probably some like Latin gangbanger type. Sorry, I just got this. Um, but they're all vampires. I, yeah, no, I got a combination of. The, how the um, I I'm sure there's like an Indian Mar- Marlon Brando in the Godfather mixed with the uh, you know Bella Gosi's Dracula the accent it was beautiful. I don't give him an accent. What? That's where the blah blah comes from. Like yeah, it's just like he just says blah 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 all the time. There's the one Canadian vampire guy. I don't know what kind of gangs they have in Canada. Just I'm imagining he's a Mountie. What? No, yeah, he just shows up and he's a Mountie and they just don't address it because they're... Okay, it's I the mean, joke. it is a Tashiki Mike joint and I've seen the trailer for this and it has a dude in a frog costume fighting off people with Kung Fu. That's just Japan. Yeah, so he's, he's, he can leave, he can return or die. Kamiyura refuses and during a fierce battle with an anime otaku martial arts expert, Hayoken <laughs> is torn limb from limb with his dying breath. By the way, so with his limbs a torn off. Oh, he's, he's a vampire. A he's, a, he's a vampire. Yeah, no, I get Kamiura bites Kagiyama, passing on his vampire powers to the unsuspecting Yakuza. As he be- How confused is this guy? <laughs> he's being teased for having sensitive skin, and, you know, he can't get a tattoo. And then his boss is missing his limbs, and I, I hope he hasn't seen the fight. He just comes in, his boss is just a torso. He's like, what happened, boss? And he's like, ah, just bites him in the head. He's like, Why? <laughs> I didn't do it! As now he, he's a vampire. <laughs> as he begins to awaken his newfound abilities, Kagiyama's desire to avenge the murder of boss Kamiyura sets him on course for a violent confrontation with Kairu-kun, the foreign syndicate's mysterious and seemingly unstoppable leader who's definitely a vampire, guys. Or a werewolf. <gasps> or a werewolf! Also, I want to mention, having seen the trailer for this, getting bitten... By the vampire, does solve his tattoo problem like, because does it make apparently the tattoo having a yes, <laughs> not only is it a tattoo, it's you know uh, what's his face from Moana? What's his yes, what's his name? Maui. Dwayne Johnson, Maui. Yes, I, I was like I'm trying to say the M word that it's like I keep wanting to be Moani, Moani, Mo. Oh, dag nabbit, Ma- yes, Moana, Moana. And Maui. Different people, very and different hey, people. Hey, the chicken. He has the animated. <laughs> he has the animated tattoos. Mm-hmm. This is like that. Okay. These tattoos move around. Cool. It's pretty great. When this come out? Uh, Twenty fifteen. Awesome. Add that to the watch list. That's not a list we have. That's just my brain. No, yeah, that's fine. I'm talking to the audience. Next up, we have Ace Attorney. Yes, Phoenix yes, right. based on the video game. Yeah, I've heard this movie's good. This movie is based on the second and fourth cases in the popular video game Phoenix Wright. Ace Attorney. Is, there's multiple cases per game, so is this from the first game? Because it's from the first game from start to finish. Well, never mind then. We won't do that. I think this guy's just like down with the adaptations. He's he, like, he was down with everything. He's like Roger Corman and Michael Bay had a baby, and that baby was Japanese. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's what this man is. I'm just going to read the title of this one. It only has a one-line description, and it's not even important what the description is, but in 2011, Tashiki Miike released Ninja Kids, 
with three exclamation points. Awesome. And that's just that's just the thing that he made. That's just great. This is fantastic. I hope it has like a really pop theme song. Ninja kids, the kids and the ninjas. <laughs> Describes the premise. <laughs> yeah, just it's the whole song over and over again. You know, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage. They're Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Heroes in a half shell. Turtle power. We gotta wrap this one up because we're on a, we're on a time crunch here. We're so gonna go see gonna Annabelle sh- Creation, which has been yeah. out for a while when this comes out. Yeah, that's fine. But I think we're gonna end with Crows Zero. Okay. Weird Japanese names are weird. Just Two American audiences, yes. Yeah. That said, some of the Japanese names are literally just words thrown at the screen. Like Bleach. The Suzerain Senior High yeah, School for Boys, sense. nicknamed the School of Crows, is the poorest achieving most violent school in the country. Okay. Pakistan. No, it's in it's in Japan. That was a joke. Nobody laughed. I just wanted to point out why it was funny. I mean, there's two of us here. Yeah. If you laugh at your jokes, (laughs) you're just kind of self-absorbed. The students are called crows, and they band together in factions, battling each other for influence and power. How is the school still functioning? Like, why is it still allowed to function? These are the kids that nobody cares about. This is actually just a problem with Japan, and and, and any country that has, you know... I think... I'm envisioning this as... A, it's probably not a, like, this school probably doesn't really exist, Brentley. I know that. But also, it's like the school in Brick. Have you seen, have you heard of Brick? Nope. The Ryan Johnson, the first mm-hmm. directorial debut of now Star Wars Helmer Ryan Johnson? Nope. Okay. He's working on episode eight. Not, the, not any of the ones that you've seen and hate already. You can hate this one in the future. I don't hate most Star Wars movies. You're, you're, you hate the fourth one? Yeah. Right. I don't hate it, it's just not a good movie. You, yeah. Controversial opinion. That's fine, though. I stand by it. I understand that. And Tweet I'm not, at us I'm angrily. I'm here to get into that discussion, Brantley. <laughs> we don't have that kind of time. But his first, uh, his debut was a detective noir-style story, but set in a high school. Okay. And the, like, it, it's clearly, like, not a lot of, like, the, the vice principal does show up and dress down the detective, but it's clearly just supposed to be the, like... Guy gets called on the carpet by the police captain thing. Uh, this is a messed up high school, because the kids can basically do anything, and it works within the fiction of that. So that's what I'm imagining. Okay. Also, logistically, maybe they just, like, don't want these kids on the streets. They'd rather have them dealing with their, like, interagency squabbles in the school rather than out... Where they can get a hold of guns and the like? Yes. Or shivs. But they all share a common goal. One that has never been reached in the school's history. Unification. Stop murdering each other. I mean, maybe that's okay, easier murder. said than done. Tra- Tra- Donald no, Trump no, no, came no, in no, and he no, was no, like, no, 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 no. It literally just said they all have the goal of unification. So they're unified in their goal of unification. <laughs> but they want their own group to be on top still. Yeah. So it's a metaphor of politics. Oh, and absolutely. Human this is, Everybody a, always, this is a microcosm of humanity is what the school is. Yes. I'm actually actually down on that. I think it better further. No one faction has ever reigned supreme! Which, I mean, they've all That's always been in perfect means. stalemate the whole time? No, there's just never one been completely, like, accepted as in charge. There's already been another faction big enough to fight back. Okay. Genji Takiya, a transfer student who attempts to take over... <laughs> this poor guy. <laughs> 
Suzerain Boys High School is and is mentored by old boy Yakuza Katagiri as he face off, faces off against rival Serizawa. Okay. So this is just... I'm imagining this as Fistful of Dollars, but in Japan and in a high school with, like, weird high school gangs that are fighting each other. Yeah. Which, there's nothing about that that I don't like. <laughs> Good. Also, I don't have a lot of jokes to make about that. No, Shiki, it just my, sounds cool. My, Mike, what are you doing to me, man? I need more. I gotta do another <laughs> one, because that was too short. That was too easy. We need something dumb. Or super weird. Well, how about... Zebra Man! Okay. Nothing, you don't have anything to say about that? We have really? a superhero themed after a bat. And Black Canary. Fair enough. Who is literally just a chick who wears a leather jacket and screams at people with a supersonic scream that hurts people, but still. Being a failure as a teacher and a family man, Shinichi tries to escape everyday life by dressing up as Zebra Man, the superhero. Doesn't say he's actually a superhero, he's just a cosplayer. No, yeah, he's 100% like one of these guys that walks around Las Vegas dressed as Batman, or Hollywood, or New York. You see that video of the guy who's dressed as Batman gets pulled over, and he gets out and shakes both cops' hands, and then puts his hands on the thing? <laughs> it's amazing. He gets out, salutes, shakes their hands, and then puts his hands on the car. They're just like, they look at the dash cam like, what do we do? <laughs> Anyways, continue with Zebra Man. Although, oh, this is, this is really tragic. This guy, this poor guy. Although this TV series was canceled after only six episodes, this cannot stop him from acting out his fan escape fantasy in a self-made zebra suit. <laughs> He's a furry. I'm okay with that. Is it a real? I'm I'm trying to see the picture here. Is he dressing up like as a zebra? It sounds like it. It sounds like Zebra Man was just it a sounds dude. Sounds like there's a reason that Zebra Man was canceled. Yeah. <laughs> He's a guy in he a has zebra that costume. Horse, like that horse mask that everybody thinks is funny, but it was a zebra. Yeah. And then also like a whole zebra skin costume made from real zebra. And people are like, that's not okay. That's not okay. That's not okay. And also, you actually have the hooves on the end of your th- hands, and you just can't do anything with those. You could punch people pretty hard. Maybe, but I think that he was very much hindered by the suit. <laughs> he was like going a, super, like super full super authentic. Good, that'd be like a superhero who just ran around with boxing gloves. <laughs> it's like that's all he can do is just punch people. That's got to be a thing, right? I mean, there's a few people, superheroes that punch people. With box, with boxing gloves, I don't know though? about that. Like, boxing theme, like, like, just his superpowers literally, I know that this is a thing. This has to be a thing. Or the guy's, like, supervillain's power was just that he was good at boxing at some point. I mean, there's a Wildcat, who is a trained boxer, and he just puts on a costume that's themed after a cat, but he just uses the wrap, he doesn't use the actual boxing gloves. okay. He might have in the older comics, I don't know, they were dumb. That's back when we had, uh... Muhammad Ali boxing Superman and Godzilla at different times. He gets more than he could ever wish for when his black and white dressed alter ego seems to be the only thing to stand between absolute evil and a happy ending. Is this a movie that's just about the jokes? Is it white stripes with... Is he white with black stripes or black with white stripes? How do you tell, how do you tell the difference? Like on a zebra? Well, I guess, yeah, I'm saying, yeah, like, the is, stomach. is, is the his stomach. alter ego a dude that, like, is black with white stripes? And, like, everybody... It's his alter ego, that's him dressed as Zebra Man. Not his, you know, anti-villain, or villain, or whatever. Oh, man, I was hoping, you're right, I, alter ego, I just read that, and I was like, 
the guy who's standing against him. I, that's, that's so much more fun, though. His arch enemy, yes. That, it starts with an A. It's fine. It has two words. So does Aardvark. They're the same yeah, thing. Yeah, it's an Aardvark dressed like a zebra, but it's black and white, black with white stripes. There you go. That, now you're talking, really. No, but <laughs> that I want is the thing I am doing. Yes, <laughs> I, I'm just envisioning him like in the Great Showdown with his arch nemesis, and nobody can tell the difference because one of them is black with white stripes, and the other one is white with black stripes. And there is like a the subtle difference. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like you can only tell because the background's different on one half of the screen. Yes. That's that's something I want to that that's something I want to be true about Zebra Man, and I am going to pronounce it like that. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's how the Brits pronounce it. This was not the dynamite cache of amazingness that I was hoping it would be. Brantley. It led us to an Arvark dressed in zebra skin. I think I, 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 Tashiki Mike. I'm I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I really am going to try and say his name right, but it's just like in my brain. I just put those two eyes together. Uh, Tashiki Mike. Uh, say Tashiki. Fine. This guy, Tashiki, uh, the director, obviously traffics in making some very weird movies, uh, but they're, like, they just know that they're weird? They're I mean, self-aware weird? What is, I, I, obviously, we haven't seen the movies. Right. But it just sounds like, while he is the Roger Corman, he's also capable of working with the thing. So Roger, Roger Corman, you know, the movies are watchable and fun. It sounds like this guy actually produces product. Well, I don't, I mean, I haven't seen... I don't, well, I don't know. He's made a hundred movies. I don't watch a lot of Japanese cinema, but, uh... Coming to you next week, we'll have a review for all of his movies. I don't, I mean, you could make a whole podcast just reviewing Tashiki Mike I mean, movies. if you did one movie an episode, you could do a hundred episodes. Well, he's still working, though. True. And Putting that's more out, episodes like, than we ever have, so... <laughs> so he would take a while to catch up. I wonder if he overlaps the filming of those. I don't know. That is it for us on this week. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you like the episode, tell a friend about it. Share it on the social medias. Check out our Patreon page uh, where we have an exclusive episode for Patreons. And patron- Patrons. Nab it. Go away. We'll right. see you next week at the same time. Bye. I can't say those words. Go to our Patreon page and you can become a patron and get our episode that's exclusive for patrons on our Patreon page. Brantley Success mocks me. Periodically. (laughs) Alliteration, everyone. Have a good night.